The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You are now listening to the Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. I love it because you know what? We got a talented roster here on The Gambler. And I was hoping that I could get this next guy on the show. And you know what? He said, yo, I got time for you. Victor Williams, our Eagles insider. So happy that I'm able to get Victor on today's show because Vic, the hell is going on in Philadelphia Eagle Land, my friend? Long time talking. I uh, haven't uh, had you on the show in a couple uh, days. Well, we had you on last week, excuse me, but obviously things. I, I've just said, you know, we're going to focus on college hoops. Eagles are going to stay steady in the boat, and then all of a sudden, we'll we, you know, after the college hoops, after the college tournament, then we're going to focus on the draft and, and hit a home run and all things Eagles. But of course, Howie Roseman can't help himself. Had to make a trade. I'm greatly appreciative of you sliding a couple minutes for us here. First of all, he's joining us on the Dr. Glatt Regrow Your Hairline. Dr. Paul Glatt is Philadelphia's leading hair research doctor. Check him out online, drglatt.com. Our guy, the Victor, the great Victor Williams at the Philly Pod. Or you can catch him on thelibertyline.com or at thelibertyline.com. Liberty Line Radio. Spit it out, Sean, every Saturday at 5 o'clock. Vic, how you doing, my friend? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I think I've been better mentally. Um, the, uh, the funny thing about all this is that once all the trades started happening, uh, I was I was actually on the road, so I, I saw I caught a glimpse of the uh, of the Miami trade when they had moved back uh, when they moved back. What was it, three to twelve? And mm-hmm. I was like, man, it's Jamar Chase time. Like that's the one team that I had circled that you know if they can move back with the Panthers or somebody like that, you know that's kind of the one threat that Jamar Chase will go to. Uh, obviously, you think about the Bengals and going back to Joe Burrow, but it, with with Miami trading back, uh, your first thought is that there's no way you know either Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase. Uh, or Kyle Pitts are all going to be off the board. There's too many OL and QB needy teams uh, ahead of them. So, you know, that was my first thought. And then not soon after that, <laughs> the, the Eagles do what they did. And I'm driving. Everybody's blowing up my phone. I'm getting a million phone calls. And I'm like, what, what is going on? And I see that there, there's never a dull day in, in Philadelphia. Um, my, my instant reaction is, like, I'm done with this team. <laughs> like, to, to be honest, like, uh, you know, it's pretty hard to mess up uh, the, the sixth pick and how we still found a way to do it. Um, but, you know, as you sit down and you calm down and you try to look at it objectively, uh, you know, it's I, I'd much rather have moved back than, than move up and grab a quarterback, which is, you know, whether Rappaport walked it back or not, um, you know, whether the Eagles were interested to, to move up to three if they had a chance to take Wilson. Uh, but it looks like the Jets are, are pretty committed to that. Um, so, you know, if you had to pick the lesser of two evils, you know, trading back isn't the worst idea in the world. You just kind of have to swallow the pill that now you're out of the running for pits and chasing some of those guys, and now you're going to have to get yourself familiar with a guy like Jalen Waddle. Or if Devontae Smith does fall that far, you know, and then you start looking at Sertain and, and J.C. Horn and some of those guys. Um, not bad players by any means, but, you know, not sure if they're franchise-altering players like you would get with a Jamar Chase. Yep. And that's kind of where I'm at. Look, cooler heads will prevail. Everybody wanted to grab their pitchforks and head down to Novacare Complex. Oh, 
I was, I was upset. But, <laughs> but where are you at right now? Um, but where I'm, uh, uh, like I, I'm, I'm not thrilled with it, but but I don't hate it because from a, from a QB standpoint, you look at it like this. You know, at least now it looks like you know if, if anything. They are going to hand the keys to Jalen Hurts at least for one season, correct? And attempt to build around him. Um, and if he does, you know, underperform, and if he's not the guy next year, then with three first-round picks next season, if if the Wentz deal does in fact convert, um, you have three first-round picks, and that'll give you the ammunition necessary and all the assets you need to either move up and take a quarterback you like next year, or you know, if a trade, if a QB becomes available, or something like that. Uh, so, so they're going to let Hurts ride it out for next year. It looks like. And, and like I said, if he does underperform, at least the Eagles will will have the assets to to make another move at that position if necessary. And that's the way I'm looking at it as well. You know, they package all these picks up. Hobby Roseman is not going anywhere. He's not, the, you know, thinking that this is my last year. So he wants to continue to add to his arsenal. He's been through what it takes as far as to get that quarterback with Carson Wentz and how many picks you need. And, and now he's saying, okay, well, if Jalen Hurts isn't the guy, at least we have the ammunition to to rise up the, the draft board and, and go ahead and get a quarterback because there are three or four quarterbacks that will be highly touted in next year draft but uh i think obviously it's uh, to me the bigger piece that came out of all of this today for me is the fact that what ian Rappaport tweeted that the eagles wanted zach wilson yeah that's the that, that's the part that got me the most you know riled up like if you're not going to commit to jalen hurts and, and you know you really do like zach wilson um you know that kind of what what message are you sending to jalen hurts in that scenario um that's kind of you know where, where my issue is um, so uh, I hope, you know, like I said, I don't know what, what the whole story is with Rappaport walking to report back or how much, hmm. you know, the Eagles really had interest in, in moving up. But if that's the message you're sending to Jalen Hurts, <laughs> uh, I, I'm the last one, you know, uh, you can't, you can't put him through the same scenario that you put Carson Wentz through all these years. Like you have to support your quarterback. And if, if that was the case, I'm not sure how receptive Jalen Hurts is going to be to it. Um, but as we all know, he's a pro's pro. And, and he'll overlook it and he'll go, you know, he'll go into to next season determined now that the Eagles are, have moved back out of all these quarterbacks range. And he now knows that, that he'll have, uh, you know, all the reins of next season, unless Joe Flacco wows us all in, in training camp. But, um, um, at least for now, it looks like, you know, Jalen Hurts is the guy for at least the season. Yeah, it would have been really interesting to see if the Eagles did trade up to grab one of those quarterbacks. And let's just say, for the sake of conversation here, it was Zach Wilson. Say they traded up to number three, what they would have done with Jalen Hurts. Would they have kept him this year? Would they have traded him? Or would they have went into the season with Joe Flacco as their starting quarterback? You know, that there would have been a hundred questions if they were able to move up. Um, but, the fact is, they didn't. They moved back, and now they're at 12. And look, there are a lot of people out there saying, of course, it would have been nice if they stayed at six. You could have got some of the big guys with Jamar Chase. Pitt, I know you're a big Jamar Chase. You wanted him. Pitts, um, you know, anything. Like, the, the, you, you got the pick of the draft because you know the quarterbacks are going to go there. So whoever you want will be there, uh, most likely available at six. But now, at 12, a lot of people are freaking out because now you don't have an opportunity to get the best player in the draft at 12, essentially. For some people, that's what you're saying. Um, at 12, if they do end up with a guy like Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle, if that's possible, and again, I don't know what the mocks are saying. I assume those guys are pretty high up there, and I wouldn't be shocked if they both go in the top 10, but you know how it is with the draft. If they do end up with one of the guys, those guys at 12, we can't be upset with the draft, with the trade, correct? Uh, I wouldn't be. I think it's still a successful trade because, the, the you know, in the first round, 
um, the primary goal, at least for this year, you would like to believe is to get Jalen Hurts some type of productive pass catcher that you can go into the next season and grow with. Um, we were all just hoping, you know, me, like you mentioned, like Jamar Chase was, was the end-all, be-all for me. And when, once Miami traded back, I thought that was that was finally coming to fruition, and then and then that didn't happen. But but Waddle and, and Devontae Smith are dynamic in their own rights. Obviously, um, you know, Jalen Hurts has has uh, a good rapport with each of them, and Devontae Smith was the, the Heisman winner last year. So you, you can't be upset if we do walk away with one of those guys. Uh, I have seen a lot of mocks where Smith is either going top 10 or he's going just in front of us 11 to the Giants, which would be devastating. <laughs> so they have they have a million receivers over there now, so I'm not sure why they would take uh, Devontae Smith. But uh, even if you get a guy like Rashawn Slater, who's, who's probably the second-best offensive lineman in this draft, behind Sewell, you know, sharing up that trenches and that offensive line for Hurts, you can't be mad at that either. Or even getting a cornerback to opposite Slay and J.C. Horn or Sertain if he falls that far. Uh, you, you can't be mad anywhere they go. It's just a lot more – is a higher probability of screwing up the number 12 pick than it is the number 6 pick. And with the man that's, that's making these picks, that's why I, I lean towards not being optimistic with this one. Uh, but, but let's hope how he's learned from past drafts. Maybe he'll take an Alabama player for the first time in 2002 because <laughs> the Eagles haven't taken one um, in 19 years. Uh, but, you know, when you have that 6 pick, everybody was saying, like, it's impossible for Howie to screw it up. And it almost looks like he's got a way to do that. <laughs> Immediately. I saw those tweets coming in. The best part about it was Colin Coward added on our airways before anybody. And so essentially once that that trade went down for five minutes, you know, I was waiting because John Jansen texted me. He's like, yo, Colin Coward broke it. He's saying that the Eagles are trading back. And I saw at least five people tweet, well, at least Howie can't screw up this, this draft. And then, boom, all of a sudden the trade comes down. The Eagles announce mm-hmm. that they're moving back. Found a way. <laughs> <laughs> Victor. Need to Howie to find a way. Yeah. Can't Vic- mess up a top 10 pick if you don't have one, man. <laughs> oh, man, that's ridiculous. Victor Williams joining us right now, uh, talking all things Eagles and the upcoming NFL draft. As far as, you know, look what Miami did. They moved back. And they got a first-round pick, and they're still, what, picking sixth overall? So they're sitting pretty. Miami did did it right, correct? Yeah, they, they. I think they came out the winners today with the way this one. And their quarterback, Tua, has to be the happiest guy on that roster right now because it looks like um, in a very similar situation to Jalen Hurts, uh, that Tua is going to have the keys for at least next season to see what Miami can do. And if they nab a guy like Chase and something like that, I don't think that their plans change a whole lot from three to six, you know, because it, it didn't look like they were taking a QB anyway. And the, and it reminds me a lot of the, uh, of the, and I know it's different scenarios, but it reminds me a lot of the, of the Boston Sixers fault situation. Like Boston was taking Tatum regardless of, you know, regardless if they were at the number one pick or the number three pick, they were always going to take Jason Tatum. And I think that scenario is similar here with Miami. I think they have their eyes set on a certain player that's going to be there at six. Uh, you know, so they, they felt like they could move back and still get their guy and stockpile assets. Uh, so I think Miami knows what they're doing, and I think they did come out the winners out of today's trade, you know, barring barring the future. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, talking about these quarterbacks now, it seems like everybody's in love with Zach Wilson. Uh, if you yeah, were the New York Jets, agree. yeah, if you were the New York Jets at number two and you had to choose between Justin Fields and Zach Wilson, do you have your mind made up yet? Uh, yeah, well, I've always liked Zach Wilson. You know, even when the Eagles were, were entertaining it or, you know, the scouts were or whatever, and I saw the mocks of, of the Eagles moving up to take a guy like him. Uh, I've always liked him better than Justin Fields. 
Now, uh, I'm in the minority who thinks that I think whatever Justin Fields can give you, I think Jalen Hurts can also give you. You know, I think Justin Fields is a little more polished, uh, but they have the similar skill set, and I think Jalen Hurts can get to where Justin Fields is now. Uh, I think Justin Fields is a little more developed than Hurts, and his ceiling uh, right now is a little bit higher. Um, but I don't think he's going to give you a whole lot more than what Jalen Hurts can give you right now. And Zach Wilson has that arm. We've all seen his arm strength and, and what he can do on the field. And I think the Jets are making a good move by picking Zach Wilson. He'll give Trevor Lawrence next season a, a run for that offensive rookie of the year. Interesting. All right. Well, Eagles made things. I know you're a Lawrence guy. I know you're a Lawrence guy. So. Oh, yes. I'm definitely a Trevor Lawrence guy. For me, it's 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 not even close. And Trevor Lawrence is just going to come in. the Jets are kicking themselves? About like they had that man all about until week fifteen. Like, do you think they're upset about this? <laughs> it's a good question. I think right now, to me, I I would be excited if I was a Jets fan. You know, because mm-hmm. yeah. there's a lot of unknown with this Zach Wilson, but he is definitely catching the most chatter right now. The most buzz definitely. is behind him, which is probably a good thing for Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence. The expectations, <laughs> you know, people expect him to go down there and be successful, but now all eyes are on Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, again, it's the New York Jets, and they haven't got anything right. So, uh, as much as I want to give them credit, I'm not ready to to, to go ahead and do that just yet. But I mean, new coach, new coach, maybe a new message over there. We'll see. Who got the, that gig in New? York? Oh, uh, Salah, Salah, right? Salah. Yeah, Salah there you go. That's a lot of fire, man. Maybe he'll maybe he'll turn that franchise around. Yeah, you never know. You never know. I mean, uh, what defensive coordinators? Dan Quinn was supposed to do that. Never was able. Well, he got mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. Uh, who was the other guy? Who was the other guy from Seattle that went down? The, oh, Gus Gus Bradley, defensive coordinator. He was supposed to turn things around. He's back to being a defensive coordinator, I think. So, uh, it look. It all comes down to quarterback play. If you get yourself a good quarterback, who knows what can happen. But Sam Darnold was not that guy, uh, and now the New York Jets are probably going to take Zach Wilson with number two overall. But, uh, Vic, great getting you on here, man. Appreciate you squeezing a couple for us. It's never a dull moment with the Philadelphia Eagles, especially Howie Roseman being a general manager. Uh, thanks for keeping us up to date, and we'll definitely dial you up for next week, get you back on the show. Yeah, at least they didn't pull this off on draft day because you know at least we have some time to to prepare. Because <laughs> can you imagine if they would have pulled this mess on 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 the day of the draft out of crowd? Well, I'll tell you what, tomorrow's Liberty Line Radio is going to be fun. You guys are going to be after it at five o'clock. Oh lord, yeah, a lot of trade <laughs> deadline stuff on that one. I love it, Vic. <laughs> we great got another pitchfork scenario. Uh, exactly. Yes, <laughs> that's what I mean. I had all my notes ready to go for NBA talk today, and then all of a sudden, boom, nope. this happened. Yep, throw it out the window. I'll be tuned in tomorrow, 5 o'clock, Liberty Line Radio. We'll continue to read you at thelibertyline.com. Victor Williams, appreciate a couple minutes, man. Yes, sir, guys. Take care. Yes, Victor Williams. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.